G'day guys, welcome back yet again to another Fair Dinkum episode. Um, first of all, straight up, thank you to everyone who's been listening to us from day one. Um, we know those people who have been showing us love. Um, but today we've got another episode for you guys. In today's episode, we speak about a range of topics. Um, this one is a chill one, just with the boys, no guests, nothing. Um, it's good to have the boys all in one room and discuss a, a wide range of topics such as the difference between arrogance and self-confidence, ways of holding yourself accountable, accountable your perception of, on things such as life and stuff, um, knowing yourself and how you truly know yourself, how can you know yourself, um, being self-aware, the value of good friends and company, as well as, as well as taking yourself into account before you are held accountable. Enjoy. <laughs> I was on airplane, yeah? And watching uh, A Star Is Born. It's, you know, Bradley Cooper and Lady yeah, Gaga. No. It's pretty. It's pretty famous movie, yeah? I was watching it. My sister goes, you have to watch, you have to watch. It's the best movie, whatever. It's so sad. I'm like, all right. Watch it. In the movie, the guy is like a, he's a famous singer and whatever, but he's a drunk. Previous instances in his life was causing, he tried to commit suicide when he was younger. His dad died. He was tired of his dad. Whatever it was. Always misunderstood. In his mind, he was always stuck in his mind. What happened was, he ends up, he ends up turning to alcohol, drug abuse, in order for him to, to, to escape his problems. So mm-hmm. it doesn't feel as bad anymore. He has hearing deficiencies as well. Mm-hmm. So what happens is at the end of the movie, he ends up finding Lady Gaga, whatever it is. They become tight, love, whatever it is, blah, blah, blah. He feels like she's feeling a void for him. Oh. Yeah? She doesn't. She doesn't feel that void. She can't because he basically has problems internally. Mm. And then what he ends up doing is he ends up hanging himself at the end of the movie. Ah. Yeah? He ends up killing himself. Yes. Problem is... He had, had his demons to pile up so much, and 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 and, and you, you know when you just feel sorry for yourself. Too he left much? it in the bottle. Do you get where I'm coming yeah, from? Yeah. He, just, he just he just allowed himself to believe that his circumstance is so difficult, and, and 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 he just pities himself so much, or he just not pities himself. He just feels sorry for himself so much that he allowed that simple like that 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 that. that that but sorrow to just overwhelm his, yeah. his take over his whole body. And when that sorrow overwhelms your existence. It's very hard to pull out of it because you believe everyone around you should treat you that way. And if they don't, you believe that everyone in the world is against you and blah, blah, blah. Not so, because I'm kind of talking from experience, yeah? Mm. You, you realize that the world around doesn't give a shit. Everyone's dealing with problems. Everyone's got their own issues. You don't expect people around you to take in your issues and understand where you're coming from. Mm. Where you're coming from? Especially because they're not mind readers. But they're not you, that's why. Exactly. They're it's not you. Like, and they're not yeah. supposed to feel your problems because they don't have the same links to those yeah. areas in your life where your problems occur. But that's that's what causes people's um, demise. Is you allow yourself to sit in that sorrow and just you, you have to understand that you're actually doing yourself more harm. It, it grows. Like it, yeah. at the start, it's like, oh, it's not a big deal. And then after like a week, it just takes over one part of your life and then everything. It's not right to feel bad about yourself. Mm. It's not right no. at all. But it's also, it's bad to make yourself of some value. That's the thing. No, no, no. no, no you no. have to. No, no, no. no. Think. No, when, I, I understand the point where I'm coming from. If you value yourself so much when you think that everything around you is about you. Oh, that's different. That's, no, that's, different. that's egotistical and stuff. That's when you think the world revolves around me. Ego is another thing where you think literally everything's about you. I mean, like, when Zeus, if he flicks his finger, he did it because of the fact that he was agitated with me. Or Ashraf, if he looks that way, where your eyes are probably hurting or something like that. Nah, he probably can't even look at me because he's he's annoyed at me. I'm talking about that kind of stuff because that's not ego. That's when you're worrying about what everyone and everything thinks about you. You know what I mean? That's when it becomes a problem. So when you value yourself or value the opinion of everything that's going around you, that's when it becomes a, a problem. 
Does that make sense? I get exactly what you're saying. Because you end up seek, uh, you seek validation from people around. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know one thing is, you're never going to be able to seek validation from every single person. Oh, you're not going to get validation. You're not going to get validation. You're going to get disappointed. And when that disappointment like, adds up and it goes back to the movie that you're watching, mm. then that's where the story comes back. And it becomes a thing where you can't come back from. What was the movie again? It's called A Star Is Born. Okay, inshallah. Just cry. I'm not allowed to you. Just cry. Love yourself. But right. Even crying, like... You know, actually, crying doesn't... so much. Like, it's so weird. Like, is like, crying enough? It's not, yeah. yeah. Crying, crying might become normal to you as well. So it's the first process to get better. Does it make sense? It's, it's, it's your first reaction. Let that reaction happen. Do you let it happen? Yourself, Me? Yourself. Do you let the tears up? No, sometimes. I, 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 I couldn't. I'm like, nah. <laughs> Do you guys follow that? Fake it till you make it? 100%. I don't even know if it's a... Uh, it's, uh, fake it till you make it, it's... You can sort of... Like, in terms of... What? Crying in terms of No, in general fighting. It's the idea <laughs> Faking something Until you actually Start doing it And it becomes normal to you Fake it till you make it Yeah, it's it's Basically it mind effing yourself To do things hmm. yeah, Basically it's having A perception of something And carrying out Through that perception see, I'm, think I'm, of I'm, I'm very organised Yeah, of it, think, diary mm, and then No, no, think of it diary every day <laughs> <laughs> Think of it from This point of perspective Like when I go to work In the morning Some days Before time Even when I go to work Something bad happens Before work, yeah and in my head, I'm gonna, I'm already annoyed before I'm coming into work. If I come with that same attitude and that perception, and I go inside the store, I'm gonna be more annoyed. But if I fake it in my head and say, "Nah, happy," fake the smile, blah blah blah, boom. Was it Victor Fankel that said that the attitude is up to us? Yes. Do you know the quote? He goes, no, "I don't remember the quote exactly from the top of my head," but he started speaking about the fact that in the Jewish settlement where they were kept in the concentration camps, he went to three concentration stuff. camps. He read the book "Man's Search for Meaning," the one of the most famous book. books. He went there. He went to three he, concentration after camps. Himself, no, no, he during was the an wars. inmate himself. Yeah. He was an inmate at the concentration camp. He went to three different World ones. War II. He went to three. He moved to three different concentration camps. Why is that? Because they don't keep you in one spot. <clears throat> Basically, there's like a process between when they move you from concentration to concentration camp. If you're a bit healthy, yeah. they don't because there's like an order they used to go. Like if you go left, then you're going to go into the, the gas chambers. Yeah. If you go right, thing everything you have to do it because some of them the might be tea. more difficult work for example if they're doing labor at one jail oh, they'll take you there they're not gonna take you to a jail where they're just doing little stuff if yeah. you're bending down you're slouching a little bit you look like you're not in shape boom left you go into the gas chamber but, but so what the, was the, what was the, the, quote? the whole the, the whole thing which ashraf brought this to this is the fact that these guys had no control over nothing in their lives do you know what i mean when they wanted to take a crap they would have to ask the, the, the corporals or something, whatever. Yeah. Whenever they wanted to eat, there was only a certain time, do you know what I mean? Yeah. They, used to, they used to just have soup, because to the point where, how he describes it, he used to describe, we used to look like, um, it's called the rats, basically. You know those rats that, when you, not rats, sorry, um, cats. You know when you, when shave, you shave off their it, skin, yeah. off their, their fur and all that kind of stuff, they oh. just have saggy skin. Do you know what I mean? They just had skin and that skin was on bones. There was nothing in between the skin and the bone. There was no muscle or anything because of the fact that they wouldn't eat food. They were deprived of their nutrients and their body was trying to find a source of energy and they started breaking down their muscle and they just had loose skin, all that kind of stuff. Whatever. Going to back to the point of the book, he speaks about how they had no control over nothing. When they would work, all this kind of stuff, the conditions. But he said the strongest man was one of those people who used to walk around and give his share of the food to other people. And he was confused about it, do you know what I mean? Because you only have one portion of your food for that day. And he goes, because if he shares a bit of his happiness, do you know what I mean? And that is his attitude, then he's going to achieve that himself. He goes, your attitude is the only thing that we had control over. Mm. When I heard that quote, I'm just like, boom. Because it's about being proactive, not reactive. So if something bad happens on your way to work, and you go to work with that mentality, it's your fault. You can have the mentality, you can perceive it as something smaller, and your attitude's up to you. You're going to control your attitude, mm. say, no, I'm actually going to be in a good mood, I want to go to work and enjoy it. You're gonna go and enjoy work. You know, don't they have a don't they have a quote that they say like if you with the thirst 
first 30 minutes of when you wake up or something like that, whatever you hear, like that's why they have those reaffirmations. Yeah, the adi- uh, um, gratitude journals you and get, stuff, you yeah. You don't come from that, mm. that reaffirmation thing mm. and then they go out and then they'll go out and start smashing it. Mm. Like, like, do you get where I'm coming from? Mm. Start smashing it's it. It's the same, it, I get you, it's yeah, the same it theory, is, it is. it's the same theory of the night before you go to sleep, you write down everything you need to get done and write everything, the mood that you want to wake up to in the morning. Because when you wake up in the morning, the first thing is you've got that checklist right in front of you. That's the first thing you see. And, and you want to pass the first test. You know, and that's first, the first test. The rest test. is like you're on a roll. Mm. Do the first thing. Right. Um, yeah. I was going to say something else. It reminded me of... Um, hey, oh, you remember the... Have you guys read the, the subtle art of not how to not give a F? Yeah, Mark Manson. I First of all, I didn't like understand like get along with that book because like it took a bit for me to get on it <clears throat> obviously it was one of those books that was like hyped and all that kind of stuff that book was number one for 55 weeks it was on like, the top seller list 55 you know, you weeks know, over a year there? i've seen the original the orange book the only thing that i got out of that book was one of the first pages like it was like 12 pages in or something like that where it goes your attitude and this goes to the whole attitude thing is like we've all worked in sort of retail and all that kind of stuff yeah you know when like an old lady comes in and she's paying for something that's 90 dollars but she gives you five cent coins all that kind of stuff. How annoying is that? It's like annoying. It's like, what the hell? Do you know what I mean? Just give me a $90 thing or use your card, pay pass, blah, blah, blah. But it goes, people have different circumstances, yeah? And obviously, it might not align with your way. So you just got to allow it sometimes. And you just got to understand where the person is coming from. You could easily just get angry at the lady. But just choose. Just don't give an F. Do you know what I mean? At the end of the day? Yeah, it's a well, choice what to give an F about. It's, yeah, and it's a choice how you control your attitude. If I give my attitude to Abshir right now, allow him to control it, just going to get annoyed at him every two seconds, get angry, blah, blah, blah. Do you know? Mm-hmm. How does that link to like your mental health though? Because it is difficult. Like, because sometimes you can choose what to give an F about, what to care about. Mm. But sometimes a lot of things are in your control. And it actually does affect your mental health if you do take in the wrong stuff. You know, and your mental health affects your physical and your well-being. So how does that all link together? First thing I reckon for men, in terms of uh, mental health is... Ment- not mental health. Anything, health in general. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, whether it be emotional health, mental health, physical health, anything. We're not in t- we're going back to the point before. We're not in touch with our emotions at all. Yeah, it's a taboo. Uh, no, it's not a taboo. It's 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 more like it's more like um we don't ever even think about it. Yeah. What do you think causes that though? Just a st- stupid m- manhood. Okay. Then why is it that females are like generally? You know, I mean, I'm not not too like. It's like generalize or whatever. Why is, is it females or more? Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm going to look for a quote that has... Well, why, why is it that females are more in touch with their feelings than men? Do you know what I mean? Or generally they are more in touch with their men? I reckon Do you know they're more emotional beings nah, anyway. Biologically... Hmm. I think so. It, yeah, biologically, I oh. think so. I read in a book, <laughs> so Barbara and Alan Pease wrote, Why Men Can't Read Maps. No, why men don't listen and women can't read maps. Mm. This is what the book quoted. Mm. So... Book I'm just quoting what the book I don't know if it's right yeah, yeah we are in 2020 so yeah yeah the book was written in 99 so who knows it said on the right side of the brain is the there's this point um, I don't do science I don't know there's a point where if emotion is located in the man's brain mm-hmm. the right hemisphere is like a like a point maybe like one tenth of the right hemisphere of the brain like mm-hmm. there's a point but then on the left it's on the female brain it's throughout both hemispheres so for us as a man, on the left hemisphere, if you're thinking about logic and reason, that's where, the le- that's where logic and reason comes from the left side, yeah. it doesn't link to your right side, which is emotion. Guys, if you're emotion, you're only thinking about emotion, you don't link different hemispheres. That's why you're not thinking rationally and emotionally at the same time. Yeah. But girls, because emotions throughout both hemispheres, they can link emotion to anything. If you see a ca- someone get in a car accident, 
you just got to think, ah. Like, see, before you spoke about pain? Yeah. If you see someone get hit in the balls, what happens to you? Ooh. Guys always flinch. Girls go, ooh, that must have hurt. A guy <laughs> will never say that. A guy will flinch. A guy will feel it. Yeah. But a girl will link both her both her hemispheres are linked together, guys. That's why girls multitask better. Guys don't. It's different hemispheres. We don't link as well. And one thing for that, obviously, if we had a woman on, we could delve more into that. Inshallah. You know what I mean? And we all, who knows? We're all getting money. Keep uh, an eye out. Comment down below if you want to be on. Uh, sort of female. <laughs> Sissy, you were saying? Oh no, there was a quote that says, "Circumstances don't make the man; they only reveal the man to himself." Would you understand from that quote? I want to end the episode on that. That's too much. What they're saying is, what they're saying is, so whatever, whatever you're going through at the time, it doesn't make you up. It doesn't make you who you are. It only shows you who you are. Like, if you get angry, you if you react bad, if you fight someone, if you have aggression problems, it just reveals that's what was internal. It doesn't yeah. make you have anger problems. Mm. Well, for example, I know that you are talking about like manhood and stuff like that and how some dudes think that it's more of like men don't cry, men don't go, they cheat on their wives, talk. they do what they do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's that's pretty skewed. Cheating wise, but I don't know about that. No, 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 no. But that's that's how that's that's the mentality. I don't yeah, know. Old school, old school. No, yeah, men yeah, are trash. You know it's it's current school, bro. This guy's trying to get a followers. Yeah, all already. <laughs> men, <laughs> men are trash. <laughs> no, seriously, it's, it's the current school following where people think men are trash. What are you trying to say right now? Following, yeah. <laughs> like like I, I can't I'm express finished. my emotions to somebody else. It doesn't work like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Like you can't show appreciation to another person. Mm. Like for mm. example, if you give me something, I show gratitude. I say thank you. Mm. But we don't do that. Don't say thank you. You know what I mean? Mm. If you're doing something wrong, you don't apologize, you don't do that, don't admit you're wrong. Do you know where I'm coming mm-hmm. from? But when you're doing something wrong or you're doing somebody wrong, it's more you're more of a man if you can admit it than if you don't. Does that make That's sense? True. But yeah, obviously you just think about it from that perspective. I think that I remember I remember uh, I think it was I don't know, someone was having a at a khutbah and then one of the one of the shiuch were talking about Ghazali and how he, he would delve into what a man is, mm-hmm. or like like what a man is, like like the, the 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 characteristics of one, and then and then one is to be emotionally aware, mm-hmm. and and emotionally doesn't mean oh well I cry or I have my I have my sad moments. It is being like okay, I gotta process that there is things that I can't mm-hmm. control. My emotions is one of them. It's yeah. emotional intelligence. Do you get where I'm coming yeah. from? You gotta understand. Also, you gotta be empathetic. You gotta understand people around you too. Yeah, so if you're aware of your own emotions and you're aware of your own state, you can actually carry that out to other people. Does that make sense? Yeah. Is that taught or learned? Bro, you gotta learn it, man. Mm. Yeah. It depends on your parents too. Mm. And and, and how you're raised. Yeah, everyone's raised differently. Mm. So everyone has a different inclination to being emotional or even being empathetic. Mm. You know, like some lebos or. As I, I know I've seen like getting raised like whenever there's a guy it's like don't cry you're not, you're not a girl yeah. suck it up push yourself but some people have been even o- done the opposite and yeah, been like, st- like like cry and then you see a guy and he's used to crying and we're not yeah. used to it and we think that's out of the norm you know mm. yeah, so it's, it's the confirmed. there's actually guys that I've seen before that are just so emotional yeah like they cry on demand yeah, yeah, and, then, yeah. and then I think like am I am I too hard or is it too soft yeah, yeah. i can it's, it's a balance everything has yeah. to be a balance well, I, I st- oh my god but going back to that quote it's your circumstances that reveal exactly who you are yeah like but with I, everything like i just realized i was thinking about like damn mm. that's so true but then just circumstances like what happens your day-to-day an event actually just reveals who you are deep but, down inside but the, does your circumstances ever make you who you are or is it, it just continually revealing you 
What about at a young age when you're in a certain circumstance that obviously you haven't probably experienced before? Well, you have a control. You have no control over it. Yeah, obviously it's not going to reveal who you are. hundred percent. But it's going to teach you something, or you're going to react with it. That's why something like if you spend if you spend so much time in a certain environment, yeah, and there's obviously that current circumstance that's happening in that environment, you're going to pick up that in that certain like let's say abuse for example. Do you know what I mean? You might react to at a young age, kid does not know the difference between if abuse will be good or bad. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But obviously, if he's surrounded in that environment, he's continuing in that environment, he might pick up on it and. Later on, when he is in that same, like a different circumstance, I get what you're trying to say, it will reveal him. He might, um, it's called, align with the uh, the side of abuse and start abusing other nah, people. I think you're talking think, about uh, the reaction. Uh, the reaction to a circumstance. So, mm. for example, oh, well, somebody did me wrong, you know? Somebody really screwed me over. Mm. Yeah? Your reaction to it will reveal to you what kind of person you are. Are you an honest person? And what, are you a and yeah. what caused that though? That's my question. What, what would have caused that? What would have caused your reaction? No, what would have... Okay, let's just say you said it reveals who you are, yeah? Yeah. That would have to have come from somewhere, do you know what I mean? No, like, it's, 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 it's what you made. Nah, but he's, nah. Saying, like, he's saying that different circumstances grow and change who you are as a person because yeah. if circumstances just reveal who you are then when are you growing when are you changing mm. so let's just try to understand like who made you that person so circumstances yeah. continuous circumstances still make you in the sense of you grow for what you learn about yourself when it's revealed it's like oh i found out i, I don't have a lot of patience so you grow and you work on it mm. the after effect is growing so next time you're a new person exactly. it's like there's a saying that no man enters the same water twice because either the water changes or the man changes. Mm. You're never the same person. Every single day, you're a different yeah, person. You're exactly. growing. Yeah. It, it also has Love an effect that. on you conscious or subconsciously. You know that, yeah? So a circumstance, for example, can have an effect on your subconscious state. So, I don't know, say one of your mates, or you were bullied when you were younger. Yeah. You start to have trust issues with human beings. You get yeah. where I'm coming from? Yeah. That's something you don't, you don't have control over. See, if you look at that, 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 that bullying... Can change you. You said before, circumstances change, yeah, reveal who you are. Yeah. Some people react to bullying very differently. Mm. Some people look at bullying, say, I got bullied as a kid, I got bullied until year 10. You're now year 10. Because I started, I, I could barely talk to you, and, and whenever I spoke clearly, I started. And I was tall and dopey. Like, I would just fall down from walking, what I have him. And people just roast me, roast me, roast me, yeah? What the. Like, how did that, like, did that itself form me to become a person that, like, I use the bullying as banter. I'd bully myself, I'd roast myself before you can roast me. How are you going to roast me? Mm. You get me? I adapted to it. Some people get bullied and go in the shell. Don't come mm. out. And they make mm. the bullying Yeah, and make keep the bullying going, yeah. affecting their life. Yeah. You get me? And some people, like, some people, some people, I swear to God, there's people I know that got bullied in school. Mm. You ask them, did you get bullied? They'll say no. They didn't know it was bullying. They just thought it was normal. You get me? Mm. So, so that exact circumstance, sort of, like, he, the reaction was different. No, no, everyone's reaction was different because every single person's, like, within themselves, they were, I, I, I don't know if, you know, guys know I'm going, I don't know. What, no, no, I know. I'm, I'm going somewhere, but I'm not landing. You ever watch Joker? Yeah. You watch Joker, we've watched Joker, yeah? The the recent movie? Yeah, yeah. Top three of all time. Yeah. The reason, the reason, the reason why people don't understand this guy is actually a bad guy is because okay life's been shit for him okay things have happened to him honestly he'd been done wrong 150% mm-hmm. but internally yeah in this circumstance he couldn't control but internally you know that he wasn't a good person because of the way he reacted to it mm. do you know where I'm from 
his his way of mending it or to fix it was to to go out and create create absolute chaos, even though the other people weren't in the right. Do you get where I'm coming from? So if you in yourself, yeah, for example, you were encountering a bully or whatever it is, yeah, stand up for yourself, yeah, don't allow it to happen, but then you don't go and do that resonated to somebody else, or you don't go and do that back to him because then it makes you the same person as him, and that's not what you want. Does that make sense? Mm. So it, it's it's kind of like. If you inside yourself, you're not a good person either. If you're doing the same thing that that person is, mm. you can come from. Yeah. But how does that link to like knowing yourself and self-love? Like you have to know yourself to love yourself. So how does that even like watching the Joker, the watching us in circumstances reveal ourselves? Yeah. How does it link to us learning to reveal ourselves, which is knowing yourself? To the end goal, loving ourselves. So we're confident in ourselves. So when we do get bullied, when we get teased, when we get denied, we're like, actually, I know myself. I'm gonna. I'm okay with that. Do How does that all these steps link to that? Self love is the ultimate goal. I think it generally comes with age and time. Hundred percent experience. Experience. Experience is better because time. Yeah. time, t- t- time yeah, age. You meet a forty year old. But not only that, as well as experience, it also comes down to awareness. Do you know what I mean? Because there are people just like Abshir just said that have been bullied, but they didn't know it was Literally. a form of bullying. Do you know what I mean? And I personally think that people, a person who's like self-content with himself is one of the most powerful people do you know what I mean because what other people are going to say is not going to affect you because first of all you know your downsides and also you know your upsides do you know what I mean you know what to work on and you know what to be content with do you know what I mean and there's always something to build on from there but if you're not aware like for example like let's say you get to the age of 40 years old and you just become like nah do you know what I mean? And it's like, you know that you've got this fault. Do you know what I mean? You've got this problem that everyone else around you can see, but no, it's not a problem to me. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And you don't want to work on that. Do you know what I mean? The only way you can Form of kibber, I guess. The only, way you can guess the only way you can gain self-love is through self-awareness. If you know, I am up shit. I have these faults. I have these pros and these cons. Mm. And I need to work on these. Mm. I have to appreciate these qualities of mine that others don't have. I should have used that word before self-awareness when I was thinking because yeah. when you said self-awareness like Gary V I don't know if you guys like him yeah. online he's always talking about it he said self-awareness is the number one asset you have to have if you want to be successful if you, know, if you have to know yourself yeah if you know okay okay um, I'm not really the best person to deal with people but in terms of um, the business side of things or something I'm amazing at that you can if you know that you're not good at dealing with people you can hire someone if you're mm-hmm. a business owner to, to do the business dealing for you. That makes sense. Can any yeah. of you guys give like a quick definition? Like any of you guys think you of self awareness? Like you could define it. Being literally self aware. And if you know yeah, yourself, but then like just knowing yourself, like what knowing what like who you are, your yeah, actions, your habits, what pros and your cons. Yeah, pros and cons. I personally think it's as simple as that. What you're weak at, what you're good at. Absolutely, he knew that he stuttered. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But he also knew that he was funny at the same time. Do you know what I mean? He turned that stuttering into speaking clearly as a result. Now, I guess it's a joke. Imagine back in there. Imagine I'm, I'm trying to tell a joke. Imagine I'm trying to tell a joke. I go, I'm the jokers. Yeah. Confirm. No. Like, 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 mm. I, how am I going to drop a line, a one line on someone? And imagine this. Imagine someone's roasting you and you can't reply back because mm. you stuttering. Yeah. Isn't it like that give and take stuff? You know, like for example, when you're in the schoolyard and whatever, and everyone's having banter and talking shit, stuff. 
talking bad. And then you then you look at somebody and you give it to his life, yeah? yeah. And he gives it back, but he gives it back to you twice as hard. <laughs> you can't be someone who gets pissed off from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feed the flame. Yeah, you, you feed the fire. You can't, bro. You cop the... You just yeah. take it on the chin and move on. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You can't, you can't. It's just banter at this point. You give it. Don't give it if you're not expected to take it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I, I think self-awareness That's self that comes in here. Self-awareness, if you know you can't take a rollicking, you can't take a roasting, you can't take like a nice... Like, put it this way, there's people I know that, that in primary school and high school, we're always like, bro, what am I going to fight you? Or this, they'll threaten you. And when you fight them, you belt them. Yeah. <laughs> you beat like, him twice. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, bro, you know that you can't fight. Mm. Or you know, you know you're not good at a certain thing. Mm. Stop. To link it religiously. Yeah. Yunis, alayhi name in the world. Mm. What did he say? Lay, 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 and subhanaka inni kuntum nadali. When he blamed himself. Mm. He said, I did this to myself. Yeah. So then Allah SWT goes, I found you a way out now. Um, because of what reason? Because you were self-aware. Yeah. He knew I did something wrong there. Yeah. He goes, oh, what did I do? I yeah. turned my back on my people. And that's the only way you can improve, self-awareness. And that's if you, yeah. but not only that, that's a good point. To, we should stick to that point. If That's a very good point um, Suze brought up as well. Do you know what I mean? Because that wasn't a thing that was just with Prophet Yunus alayhi salam. That was a consistent thing Adam. with, a second. Adam alayhi salam. And consistently with different Nabis, do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, it's called Zakiriya alayhi salam, do you know what I mean? He knew that he was of old age and he was barren and infertile that he couldn't have a kid. Do you know what I mean? And before he was asking Ilahi to have a kid, he blamed on himself first and then asked Ilahi that I would love a kid. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And the story of the of Isa alayhi salam, of the Moses. Moses, the way there was no rain no. that was dropping down. Mm. And then there was one man who was committing sins. That Allah said, I'm withholding the rain from this one man. That one man had to look inside himself to figure out Okay, I'm the yeah. one who's doing it. Right he didn't, he didn't just deny it. Oh, it's, some, it's someone there's, else. There's heaps of people with him. He could have said, okay, it's probably mm. not me. Who cares? Yeah, you know what I mean? exactly. He's like, no, no, I had to look inside myself. I know inside myself, I, I'm stuffing up. So I'll apologize for what mm. I'm done. That's mm. it. I'll, and I'll take the blame. And a massive lesson from that story is that Ilay could have easily revealed to Musa salam, who the person that was the sinner that was depriving of the rain. But Musa, Ilay sent Musa back to his people to say to his people that so-and-so is sinning. Yeah. As a result, we're not getting rain. Everyone has to check themselves now. Mm. How many people would have made Tawbah that day? Think about how many people, do you know what I mean? Like, I might be a fault. I might be a fault. But there was someone that generally knew that was at fault as a result of that, the fact that they came back and said, yeah, no, that was a problem. And you know, you, know, you know one thing that links to all of this as well is, is once you're self-aware and then you're content with yourselves, you're able to try new things. Do you know what and I mean? you're able to take responsibility. That's, all that, that's what most mm. of it was. The Nabis, the Prophets of Allah, right. and mm. even the companions of Musa, they were able to take responsibility for that. And when you know yourself, you know, actually, I, my, that's, a, that's a weakness of mine. I made a mistake here. Mm. Actually, I can do better in this area. When you know yourself, you know what you're, you're responsible of, what you're capable of doing. That's, yeah. a, that's a big thing that, you know, us, we don't take responsibility for things that are happening in our life. Mm. Like even getting angry, our reaction. Mm. We're responsible for how we react. Mm. Mm. Oh, bro, if there's circumstances, you forgive, give yourself this. Yeah. If there's circumstances in your life, you don't understand why... Why am I feeling like this? What the hell's going on? What's going wrong with me? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm working, I'm playing, I've got everything. Yeah, yeah. You sit there, you think to yourself, okay, sometimes Allah does these things to you because you're sinning and there's doing, you're doing something wrong. Do you know where I'm from? Then you have to go through and you have to be honest with yourself. What am I doing here? What sin am I doing here that's causing me yeah. this distress? Yeah. Find it and then work on getting rid of it. Do you know where yeah. I'm from? Yeah. Even if it's subconscious, you know yeah. what I mean? Even if it's a sin, for example, like... um. I don't know, maybe you're in your ingratitude, you're ungrateful, you never thank Allah enough, you know what I mean? Go ahead, fix it, you know what I mean? Mm. And then Allah SWT, you start to say Allah SWT will, will fix it, 
your circumstances because you're taking the steps because you mm. want to fix it. Mm. If you don't show, you, if you don't show Allah Taala that you want to fix your circumstances, He's not gonna help you. Are yeah. you worthy of it? Yeah, it reminds me of the people who like let's just say they change their mentality and they go, "Yo, I want to get married today." Yeah, mm. and they start saying, "I want a person with this, 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 and this." Because mm. yesterday, that's, what that's, are you doing? The, the question is, it shouldn't be about what you want in a person. You got to realize, like, what can I provide? Yeah, like you know, you know when um, preach. It's you know when you Facts. make yeah all that kind of stuff yes what? it's like the person who um like when you make a dua for a righteous spouse yeah you shouldn't just make a dua for a righteous spouse you should also make me a righteous person like mm. i want to be a righteous person as a result have a righteous spouse because you're not going to work with that righteous spouse do you know what i mean you always got to. it's like what Umar said do you know what i mean hold yourself accountable before you're going to be held accountable do you know what i mean Bars. simple as that would like see how holding yourself accountable Let's just talk about that, mm. you know, because there's so many things we all know we internally have to work on. Like we spoke about it on the podcast, mm. you know, off the podcast about the podcast. We said we want to start holding ourselves accountable because a lot of things we all slack in, yeah. you know, in this group, external with uni. How can you hold yourself accountable? Like, because sometimes when it's yourself, like gym, I don't go gym and I want to, but I don't hold myself accountable. How can I or how can people? I was listening to something nicely recently. It was, I'm just going to shout it. It was a Qalam podcast. Um with um, a brother named Mikhail from Detroit, New York, somewhere around that area, in America, whatever. He was giving a talk, and it goes along to that same thing. It's like, how can you hold yourself accountable? The first thing is you shouldn't trust yourself. It goes, there's three people that you should trust. <laughs> in Wait all- a this has changed everything we've said. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's going to come back how to hold yourself accountable. Do you know what I mean? Okay. The first thing is you shouldn't hold... you By, by holding yourself accountable, you shouldn't be the person that's... Um, what's it called? Just... Trusting yourself Does that make sense It's going to link into yeah. it goes, There's three people Yeah And I really remember Two of them specifically It goes You should hold yourself Accountable By um, It's called Surrounding yourself By your enemy Do you know what I mean mm. Why Because your enemy Tells you What they don't like About you And then you know What to fix Do you know what I mean They tell you How it is Because at the end of the day They're trying to force you Or A teacher Or someone That hold Like let's just say Right now You, you want to study A certain thing Yeah and if you say to yourself, I'm going to learn this thing every morning, I'm going to dedicate an hour to it at the morning and I'm dedicated at night and you're studying on your own. Are you going to get it done more efficiently compared to yourself or with a teacher? Teacher. With a teacher. Someone's because holding teacher is going to hold yourself accountable. As a result of that, you're going to make the, the like the effort in your head subconsciously. Yeah, I have to get up at 6 a.m. for this lesson and at 9 a.m. I've got to hold myself. Thing, you know? It's like the same thing right now. If you go to the gym on your own and you go five days a week, is it easier to go on your own or is it easier to go with a partner? Partner. Much easier to partner because if you let down a partner, you're letting yourself down and you're letting the partner down. Double. Was, so subconsciously, just as you're holding yourself accountable, someone else is holding you accountable. Do you know what I mean? It's a tit for a tat basically. And the other one was the enemy. The third one, I forgot. Allah alam. Yeah, Allah alam. But the way you can hold yourself accountable is a good friend. That's why friends are like the best thing that you can have. Do you know what I mean? They're massive gems mm-hmm. because they say it is. If, if, you, if they're really a friend, they'll tell you how it is. Do you know what I mean? Whether it's good or bad. Do you know what I mean? And, but there are some friends that just sugarcoat it. Mm-hmm. And also the enemy. But enemy was the last result because you're not going to surround yourself with your, a fake person. You get me? Yeah. But how do you guys hold yourself accountable? Honestly, me, uh, I have zero accountability over myself sometimes. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm being serious. I'm being serious, bro. You have to be real. I always tell myself, bro, gym, diet, blah, blah, blah. Bro, I look at myself and I go, fat shame you on me. No, bro, that's it. Like, I always tell myself, yeah, look at myself. But then I realize, bro, no, you genuinely don't. Peak fitness of my life was whenever I was training, yeah, footy, when I was playing footy. Mm. That was like 
peak fitness, bro. Like, because I realize that there's a team. I can't let down the team. Yeah. And I want to be a good player also. Yeah. But then there's also, like, when I had a personal trainer, when yeah. my mate was personal training me, bro, I was absolutely just into it. Into it. I couldn't care less. And there was always someone there to be like, yep, okay, yellow, go. Stop being an idiot. Stop being an idiot. You need to go harder. You need to go harder. You, you know what I mean? Problem is, when you're doing it by yourself, you yeah, can just tell you, you intrinsically. You can just tell yourself, yeah, yeah. Whatever. It's easy to convince yourself. It's not yeah. that deep. Bro. Yeah. We we are the biggest liars to ourselves. You understand? Know yeah. Yeah, bro. No, you did enough today. You didn't do it for forty five minutes. You did nothing. Yeah, but, but it hurts. It hurts. at least you came today. At least you came. Yeah, at least you came today. That's better than nothing. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, uh, the best way for me to hold myself accountable is writing it down. I write down. I write down. See, right now, if you write down, you said it before in the title podcast. If you write down what you're going to write t- tomorrow. The night before. The plan, it, yeah. Yeah. And you wake up in the morning and you don't do those things yourself. Well. You know, it's ugly to look at a list you've written for the day and it's like you did everything but one. Yeah, everything but one. Or, yeah. you, or you did one thing only. Or two things only. And it's a list of eight. You're like, what is wrong with you? Come on, you're doing this. You know? And I, and I have a little diary. I literally write, you have to do better. Mm. What is this? How, how do you think you're going to improve if you're not doing what you need to do every day? So if you did, if you didn't have friends, like for example, gym. Mm-hmm. If you didn't have friends, they go gym. Mm-hmm. Like all you boys, my but my I gym. I don't gym anybody. Okay, but how can you help? Like there's certain areas of your life you can only like work, mm-hmm. cancelling shifts or even doing hifs if you're doing it by yourself. You know, memorizing Quran or trying to read a book or something. Mm-hmm. How can you hold yourself accountable if it's individually? You said you could do a, you can plan it mm-hmm. night before. What else is there? I'm not the guy to ask. So you're gonna have to ask the boys. <laughs> I'm genuinely figuring it out. I think, for me personally, companion is the biggest thing. Because at the end of the day, I know one thing, generally people often are not selfish. Do you know what I mean? Depends on the person. But for me speaking, I can tell myself that I'm not selfish. If I let, let's just say, Ash is my gym partner, or Ash is my partner when we were trying to read a book, do you know what I mean? As well as the fact that I'm trying to compete against myself in terms of not like in, like finishing the book or going to that gym stage. I don't want to let down Abshir, do you know what I mean? Because if I let down Abshir, then obviously I'm going to think, oh, what's Abshir thinking about, blah, blah, blah. Like, now, whoa. Do you know what I mean? That's the only advice I can probably give. You're pushing give. each other. You're pushing yeah. each, you're each other, do you know what I mean? Friends. A lot. Right? Yeah. But you want friends that actually hold you accountable. Sometimes you're so close with a mate, you just ax him and it's like, oh, not that deep. You want yeah. friends that actually call you, like, bro, you slacked off yesterday, you did a crap session the day before, you have to come today. Some friends are like, oh, you, you, like, let's say you don't want to go to the gym, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you go, I want to sleep in, he goes, yeah, yeah, we'll go tomorrow, don't worry. I used, Legend and I used to go gym together. <laughs> I used to wake up in the morning and I used, well, like, to, send, gun, I used to always send the message, you awake. If you didn't reply, I used to just knock. It was a good reason for him to just yeah. say But then I, he used to have a plan. I'm like, damn, I have to go now. Yeah. But then I used to always send that message just in case. I used to like snooze nine minutes and I yeah. check. Again, no reply. <laughs> I reckon, I reckon, generally write it down. For me, if I write it down, for me, whether you're my best mate or a random mate or, or my dad or my mom, I'm very, I'm very, uh, like, 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 Regardless who's with me, I'm the same. In terms of in terms of if I'm gym with you, yeah, or somebody else, and I feel like I did enough, I'll, I'll stop. I'll generally stop. Mm. Whether I'm with you or alone or by myself or somebody else, mm. like it doesn't matter. Mm. But if I tell my if I tell myself I'm going to do gym today for a certain amount of time, I'm gonna do six exercises. Mm. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna make sure I complete this and do it to perfection. And if I don't do it, 
letting myself down hurts more than letting you down. Mm. Mm. That's f- that's for you. Yes, yeah, so uh, like, uh, that's a personal thing. And there might be some people in the audience that are listening that are the same. Yeah. But you're t- wait, you're talking about two different things. What Ashraf was talking about. You're talking about just going to the gym and no, getting yeah, down. Yeah, anything, anything, anything. Do you know what I mean? If right now you're reading a book, yeah, yeah, and I'm three quarters into a book, I'm like, yeah. I'm not liking this book anymore. Yeah. You just stop. I'll just stop. Yeah. Whether Ashraf says what's wrong with you or not, I believe okay. I you just, have enough self awareness that you yeah, know yeah, I, I'm okay with it, so I don't care yeah, about other people. Exactly. So I think that's I think the school the bullying thing yeah. like that so perception happens. of it is like actually and then you got over your, all your like yeah, cons no, yeah, yeah. I think that kind of thing like you're getting bullied and you're like nah I'm, I trust myself enough I'm funny in primary school that helped in primary school or high school if me and a boy doing like, a met a man or something in the class doing like something I'm like nah I have to beat him I have to beat him I have to beat him I have to, beat him. I have to prove to him mm. that I'm this or that after school finished I swear to God I don't know if it, some people say it's arrogance some people say it's self-confidence and self-awareness I think it's a fine line there's a fine line between. very fine line but if I feel like I'm not doing anything I'm not doing it yeah it's just, it's just an absolute thing yeah but yeah but it's, it's, it's self-confidence and arrogance can get easily mistaken yeah, no, you know very, I mean? it's very 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 thin line but it all comes to how you like show it off do you know what I mean yeah how, yeah, how you come off it, do you know yeah, what I mean but yeah. that thing about like not caring about other people it's an unbelievable feeling. Yeah. When you just do your own thing, it's like even if you find out mm. what I'm doing or you, you you know that I'm sitting at home and working here yeah. and you don't care, it's yeah. the best feeling. Because you be know in yourself, I'm happy. Yeah. That's the best feeling. It can be a bad thing sometimes though. Do you know, the bad side of it is like if someone knows more than you, generally know more than you, mm. it's it's a young thing. It's like when uh, like a young guy is full of zeal and energy mm. and all that kind of stuff. Like, I know how to do this. I know how to do that. Like, you shut up. You're an older generation. Mm. Like, I'm not going to listen to you. But sometimes I get what you're trying to say. But that's where the fine line comes in between. Because the young guy, that's arrogance. Do you know what I mean? But then the person who knows himself and knows what he's capable of and just strides along, mm. two different things. But yeah. Mm. No, that's it. It's so, it's so personal, I reckon. It's within you. If 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 you look at a older person, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. If if you look at like I said, if you look at an older person, and he gives advice, mm. and you say, "Don't worry, I got it in the bag." Yeah, I got, I got it. Don't worry. That's that's that that is that is like a sort of a disrespect to the guy. That is like that guy's lived for forty-two years, and I lived for what twenty-two years. How am I gonna say no to him? How rude is that? Mm. You just say yes, okay, uh, whatever. You take it on board. If you want to listen, you listen. If you don't, you don't. But yeah. you always say yes, and then yeah. just, it's up to you. Yeah. Do not, do not refuse. Words. Yes, yes, yes. It's yes, like yes. someone gives yes. you advice. You like it's almost tells yeah. us a podcast. Oh, but I think you should do this for the but podcast. Younger, you just say yes, and yeah, you do whatever you want. So leave the good, take the we'll go back to Sus. Yeah. What are you gonna say, Sus? Leave no, the bad, take the good. Just, just be smart about it, bro. Honestly, you can learn from everyone. Everyone, even a baby, you can learn from it. Wallah Azim Think about it yeah mm-hmm. You know little kids Are the most honest things on earth <laughs> A kid will tell you Exactly how it is Have you ever had Like a little kid Walked up to me When I was doing uh, Madrasa once And I was, I was teaching At a madrasa mm-hmm. Walked up to me And said You have really big eyebrows <laughs> I'm like thank you love. Do you want to know How to grow them <laughs> She's like yeah You go put water on them You got to stare Into the sun for a little bit You know what I mean Like that sort of stuff You're like okay Yeah I have big eyebrows like for example they, yeah. They're going to be honest with you yeah. Or if you talk too much Or if you're loud Or if you have a funny laugh Whatever They're going to be honest yeah. You can learn from everyone Yeah mm. But the best thing is Take the good Whatever it is mm. And then leave the bad Wherever the, the, the knowledge comes from yeah. Again it's that scuba diver Even though the scuba diver Is a non-Muslim Yeah If he's digging out pearls From the bottom of the ocean The pearl is still a pearl mm. Does that make sense? Mm. Regardless of how dirty he is 
<laughs> Look straight up. No, honestly, in all honesty, yeah. Like the pearl is the pearl. Doesn't matter who grabs it. Oh, exactly. Yeah, so, so. I've never heard of a scuba diver being non-Muslim like that. I've heard, yeah. I heard of some getting a pearl. Pearl is a pearl, but this guy put non-Muslim into it. I'm like, <laughs> damn. What does the? You heard a chef say that, yeah. That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I heard it from a white guy. Yeah. So the non-Muslim, yeah, didn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Bro. So, 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 so you got to take it from everywhere, bro. Especially elders, bro. They've been through it. Yeah. Even though sometimes they might have a skewed view of society this day and age and whatever and it's not it's outdated blah, blah blah sometimes some things that they say is so true it's not even funny thanks for listening to the podcast guys hope you guys enjoyed it don't forget to stay updated on all our socials at fair income peace